Hi there and welcome along to this lesser journey of a road travelled. My name is Mickey James. I am the presenter of the Garden Wellbeing Podcast and I have created a series of episodes for you guys as an invite into my own personal life to explore the challenges I face on any given day, how I process them and how I use them constructively to rebuild and restructure my life. Okay, so I've been kind of absent in recent times from the whole podcasting world. And, um, you know, I've been trying to get a number of these episodes out. It's uh, just finding the right words to, to go about it and to uh, have the right structure and format. What I'm going to be talking about today is the kind of feelings and emotions that have been going on with me in recent times. How the death of a friend of mine has severely impacted on me. And then on the other side of it, the, the milestones that I've been reaching with my uh, per professional career and uh, the kind of challenges that I'm facing now going forward in making a name for myself and the work that is going on with that. So I've been kind of absent through the month of May and uh, I kind of took a step back away from the whole podcasting thing. I got a bit disillusioned with the whole health and well-being thing. And the reason why is kind of my expectations were set to other people doing my promotions for me, as opposed to me doing the legwork uh, to, to promote this podcast. And like I said in the past, you know, it's never been one of the big issues. However, um, there was a, a regular listener to this these episodes who was a good friend of mine. And we were chatting away there and it seemed to... Uh, be like so many of the relationships that I have had, uh, they become a dumping ground to dump their problems on me. And of course, my life is becoming very, very busy. Um, I have probably in a day about 30 seconds to look and respond to a, any kind of messages. So this message come through, they had an achievement and I sent congratulations to them, uh, but I didn't press enter. And I started getting obnoxious with me, uh, so I had to kind of detach. And I lost my heart of doing this stuff. What's it all for? Over the last few days, I've kind of re-thought uh, my strategies and collected myself together. Um, and I'm going to be going forwards. You know, I was going to be knocking this on the head. However... This is more of an exercise for me. It doesn't really matter on the listenership that I get. It is more of um, a training exercise for me. And if people can take just one nugget of hope or in inspire somebody to do just one, th you know, one thing that to change in their lives and I can inspire somebody to help. That's all that matters to me. I've also had the, the death of my friend, which has been... Uh, profoundly impacting my life and um, although I know I can't bring the guy back there's still a lot of questions coming up uh, even to the cause of his death is a lot of uncertainty and I'm not going to be poking around this is the kind of where I'm at I it's not my position to be poking around all I know is my good friend has passed on and uh, you know has uh gone to the maker um yet there's still a certain amount of questions that remain unanswered and um 
creating a bit of a, a turbulent turmoil for me. God, I'm getting very punchy with words and all the rest of it. And, um, yeah, there's been a lot of sadness there. There's been a lot of um, challenging kind of emotions there. However, the the other side of that always left me in a position to say, why them, not me? And the reason why I thought that is I had no value on my own life. I believed, you know, uh, that I wasn't a good person. I believed that I had no purpose in this world. And um, over the last number of years, an organization and a group of people has helped me to change that thinking around. Um, I went to college, I got into education and, uh, you know, working with the professionals, working with the lecturers and the, the faculty within the college, um, I was making mistakes, I was performing these childish acts and I was getting um, to the point of questioning, going, well, okay, so if you do this, this is going to happen and, um, you know, what? did you learn by it my head of department there is uh was an absolute saint really really was i'm not going to mention the name uh because they would know who they are and if they are listening to this you know i am so so grateful they've given me the opportunities now i would have been shot down in the past of saying you know we said this you said that and i would be scolded over every little thing that i did I was given the the room to grow both in an academic sense and in a personal and professional sense, grow from a, a child into an adult. And, uh, you know, my biggest takeaway from the whole college thing is, is that personal development. It really, really is. I, uh, you know, I am eternally grateful for that. And like that journey draws to a close uh, I'm no longer a student, I am a graduate and I am working to, on developing my career in a professional light, which to the some people is not going to transpire because apparently I'm going to amount to absolutely nothing. And that is a conversation that was had by my, my own flesh and blood, um, which I've had to learn to detach from. And saying that, you know, I'm kind of alarmed at the email that I got only today. Uh, I picked it up today because, like, all of a sudden, out of the blue, you get this annunciation of, I have been nominated for an award. Well, good. This is somebody who works very, very hard to deal with somebody with an intellectual disability and it's not it's not an easy feat for anybody and the level of support there is second you know is is next to none right people don't care about intellectual disabilities or caring and things like that and um i'm reading a lot of articles at the moment around adolescent mental health and things like that and it's it's really alarming to think on how we become second-class citizens all of a sudden if we have any kind of uh, mental imbalance or intellectual disabilities. So my hat is off to this person. Um, however, 
What alarms me even more is like they have this uh, very um, tactful way of filing all their problems on social media to get the sympathy vote. And if this is actually something that is true, it's something that should be posted on their social media page. No, it's not. And I think it's uh, this. I can only make an assumption that it's this whole thing of one-upmanship that they've heard about my graduation and they're trying to get one up on me. It doesn't work like that. It really, really doesn't work like that. Um, they've made it evident that they want nothing to do with me and I honour that. That request, 100%. Um, I have also kind of gone through a bit of a process of saying, well, these people have no real significance within my life. They never have done, they never will do. I come to a conclusion there recently that when I was born into this world, I disrupted the nice little cushy family unit that was, and the three that was my family, my mother, my father, and my older brother. And of course, that is kind of evident when my mum said to me, well, four hours after you come home from hospital, your brother started bullying you. So we put you into the bedroom just to keep you safe. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't want me in the first place. Okay. And um, I was in the swimming pool there the other week and I was looking at families with their kids. And I was remembering the times when I used to go swimming and they used to drop me off at the pool and go off and do their own things, especially when we we're on holidays, you know, go back to the caravan, go back to the, the hotel room. Let me go off and do my own thing. There was no interest in coming in and watching me perform or anything else like that because my mum was only interested in drinking. And, of course, where my mum and dad were, my brother was always very close behind them. Um, so I was just the outcast. And I'm very proud of that because, you know, I've achieved so much. And I've come from a place where there's been a lot of poverty. There's been a lot of despair. There's been a lot of negativity. And like I said to my older brother there, once upon a time, I said, you couldn't even dream of the place I've come from. You couldn't even dream of it. Ten years ago, I was literally facing into homelessness. I, pardon the expression, I didn't have a pot to piss in. Um, and, you know, financially, I'm still not flush. I still a lot of debt on me right now. However, it's all going in the right direction and I'm finding new ways to create situations that I only ever dreamed of. You know, I remember cycling back to the the place where I was staying when I was homeless, a beaten up old camper van in a lay-by and uh, hoping one day to become somebody, uh, to be going back there because people used to make a lot of very serious threats towards me and my well-being, my safety. And um, they were all, up, thankfully, all very idle threats. And I used to cycle back there and I used to go, well, when I actually make it, and I had that dream that I would make it, when I actually make it, when I actually become successful, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to brag to these people about this, that and the other. That day actually come true on the weekend. And I went back to that particular lay-by and I sat there in the car. And I did this bit of a, an inventory, 
Okay, I went, well, you can go across the road now, walk into a pub that you've not been in for probably three years, and you can turn around and say, hey guys, this is me. And they're going to look at you and go, what a dick. Or you can just get on with your life and do what you have to do. And if anybody asks you, you turn around and say, well, this is the fruits of my labour. This is the product that I have delivered. Um, and it's like the, the, the internet radio station I've recently set up under Wild Atlantic Ways Media. Um, you know, it's something that is going to be growing. It's a brainchild that I've had for such a long time. And I jumped in feet first. I set this up. Okay, we've, we're building on our, our profile. We're building on our, our, you know, our presenters and things like that. It's just about getting people on board. And I have a very strict criteria that I'm looking to meet for this. It's not to the, the taste of, a certain group of people that I'm involved with. However, this is my brainchild. This is my business. And this is what I'm looking on doing. I'm also looking on taking the podcast across here, uh, uh, across there as well. And uh, I'll still be putting it out here on Spotify and Anchor or whatever I'm doing here right now. But uh, it's just to bring a bit of a profile and a bit of uh, diversity and change to uh, to the station as the generic playlist that we have coming up and to show that, you know, we are open to a diverse range of information. Something I've dreamed of for such a long time and I remember lying in that beaten up old camper van looking up into the corner going, one day, just one day, I would love to set up my own radio station. I would love to get back into the media and things like that and uh, this is actually happening and it really is it's like a dream come true. I don't have to go bragging to anybody about this. It's just, I am working on it. This is my little project. This is my little sideline. There is another business going on. There's a, a lot of work going on right now. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I have a lot of balls in the air. Okay. And the biggest fear with that is you can drop them all. However, these are all elements that I'm passionate about, okay? I am investing everything I can into it and I have nothing to lose. I basically have nothing to lose. And it's, it's like my, my mindset is all completely changing. On Friday, I was getting photos taken from my graduation and uh, I was saying to people, you know, this is a two fingers up at my, my brother who wants nothing to do with me. And I put my head on the pillow that evening and I went, hang on, you've gone about this all for the very wrong reasons. Be proud of your achievements. Be proud of those photos. I looked at the photos going, oh, well, you're a fat bugger. You know, yes, I may be overweight. However, that is the way I am right now and that is okay too. And I am looking at the photo on screen, I, uh, the screenshot I nabbed of me receiving my, my award, my certificate from the president from the college. And I'm proud as hell to be like that person. Now, every sense of pride and dignity was 
virtually sucked out of me because I was never going to be as good as, never be as powerful as, never be as successful as, never get the opportunities as my older sibling uh, because, like, I was always in the shadows. And they can say what they like about this. This is my podcast, my viewpoints, my opinions. And, uh, you know, we all allow others the right to be wrong. I'm a firm believer if there's one finger pointing out, there's three fingers pointing back that what doesn't sit right with me. And I can see that there is an element of jealousy within my, my tone and my voice and within my speech. That This is the reason why I've had to detach with love that I've had to turn around and say, well, you know, you you have no significance or bearing within my life whatsoever. You're not going to try and domineer me anymore. Once upon a time, it used to be the fact that uh, I was took on the family home after my father passed away. And, of course, I had the, the mortgage um, that my brother had taken up that, was, you know, you know, he had everything freely given to him, but that was problematic. Um I started this whole venture with absolutely nothing. And uh, what I put into it is an element of blood, sweat and tears and a lot of passion. And, you know, like, it's telling. It really is telling. The whole ethos behind me as a person now is... It's totally different to what I've ever known. I was talking to one of my peers on the course I'm currently doing at the moment, and we were talking about my uh, my retraction within and my disconnection from the group and everything else like that. And he said, well, I actually thought, he said, we were actually talking about this. What have we done to you? I said, you've done absolutely nothing to me because that is just the way I am. And we kind of said, well, look, we all have our crosses to bear. We all have issues to deal with. And, uh, you know, it's so true. It really is so true. So, you know, there has been a lot of changes. I have grown as a person. I have matured as a person. And one of the things I don't engage in anymore is this whole childish games of the mind games of one-upmanship and especially the game of silence which was so graciously played within my life and my family unit growing up if you did something wrong you would be ignored they would ignore you my mum did it to me my brother has done it to me for many many years and then they had this horrible habit of turning around and saying well it was your fault and making you feel like you're the guilty party and you're not. Um, so I look out of my window from where I'm sat in this station and there's two buildings across the way from me and I look at and I still resonates. I don't know how, it, how and why this happens. Still resonates to me the email my brother sent to me in, in January 2021. I don't know why you're doing your podcast. It's a waste of time. You're going to amount to nothing. And, you know, that's the kind of positivity, the, the kind of drive that you get, the enthusiasm and the encouragement that you get and the support that you get 
for somebody who was freely given a house to take up a mortgage and to take on a business, you're going to amount to nothing. No, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity for trying. Well, I ain't doing this for... I ain't doing this to prove anybody wrong. I'm not doing this to prove anybody. I'm not saying I'm two fingers up to anybody whatsoever. I'm doing this because I can do it. I'm doing this because I'm the right person to do it. I'm doing this because I want to help others in the future. You know, and that's exactly where I'm coming from. I'm doing it for all the right reasons. I'm not doing it to uh, to say to other people, you know, screw you and all the rest of it. I'm doing it because that is the person that I am. And, uh, you know, the podcast and all the rest of it, yeah, there's a lot of work to be going on with. I mean, I'm finding myself, you know, chief maid and bottle washer and everything else like that. And that is the whole joys of setting up your own business. You have to take on all this stuff. I have a day of it tomorrow with sitting down and doing courses and I'm yawning at that doing for courses and working on uh, business plans and working on uh, getting funding and all that sorted for my ventures going forwards I also have to go and talk to other organizations about doing some live work you know this is the th kind of thing that you're going to do when you don't have things freely handed to you on a plate, you have to get off your arse and do it because unless you do that, it ain't going to materialise to anything. And I remember being told the once, and this is another thing that was kind of this, this whole innuendo of I'm going to put you down, you're you know, going to try and push you back into that corner because you deserve to be in that dark little corner. Um... Oh, so you think you're going to take over the world? Uh, no, I am just one person with a health and well-being degree that is now trying to find my feet in a world and become an expert in my field. And what is my field of expertise? I'm looking along the lines, preferably around mental health. I could also be looking at certain movement studies, which I still have my interest firmly fixed in biomechanics and kinesiology um i'm looking at lower back injuries and there's a lot of stuff being written there on lower back pain and things like that i'm also looking at potential tension within the, the head neck and shoulders all areas i studied within my my field in college however i also need to fund that and i also need to fund my further studies and sadly, there is not many jobs out there for health and well-being consultants. It is an industry that still needs to be exploited. And I realise, like, going into a social care environment, yeah, it's a means to an end. However, it's not a great means to an end. And um, apparently, in order to get paid €12.50 an hour for a job that I can do with my eyes closed, I have to go back and do another 
12 months training, and I know somebody else who has done this, to get a level five qualification just to fill in on one module that we uh, never did with our health and leisure degree um, and to get us under a qualification of um, social care worker, you know, uh, ain't going to go back and do that. So I decided I'm going to go down a different route and fulfill another lifelong ambition. And like last week, I had a practical test the day before I had my graduation. And uh, it was a practical test that I was successful with. I passed and I passed with flying colours. Um, and it now makes me a qualified welder. Now that takes me back to the point when I was growing up. And this is why I kind of concluded the way that I did with regards to the attitude and the outlook from my parents. Now, at the time I was 16 years of age, my brother was taking on his business. It was all about his business. I wanted to do up a car. I wanted to get myself on the road. I wanted to start driving. So I bought myself a little mini. It was frowned upon because I bought this car. I withdrew money from my savings to buy it. I paid £200 for it. You know, instead of my father turning around and saying to me, okay, so you've got this car, what are we going to do with it? Uh, I was shunned. Pretend like it didn't happen, sweep it under the carpet. Your brother's got a business. He's the main focus and priority of this. And that also reminds me when I started driving, I always had a passion about cars and vehicles and wanting to do things. And the reason why I didn't do anything to that car, I needed to be able to do the bodywork. And in order to do bodywork, you're repairing metal. A lot of people would use filler. I wanted to weld patches and I couldn't weld. So I remember saying to my father the one year, I would like to learn to weld. There was a welder going cheap enough. It was a stick welder, as I know today as MMA. Arc welding. And I had a sheet of metal there and I tried sticking two pieces of metal together. I had no idea whatsoever what I was doing. Okay. I do know today that going on a vertical plate, you have to go from the bottom up and you're doing it like in a zigzag, zigzag motion. It's vertical welding and you are working against the force of gravity with molten metal at 3000 degrees. I realise that today. I understand that. But because I didn't succeed at this, there was a look that I got and a comment from my, my father. And it was kind of anything to put you down and ridicule you. And rather than saying, well, you know, why not go off and do some night classes? Uh, no, never encouraged to do that. Never What a waste of money. What an absolute waste of money. Well, today I am a coded welder in MMA, arc welding, MIG welding, TIG stainless steel and TIG aluminium. And I'm a very competent and good at what I do. And I'm looking on going into industry and I went to a careers fair there today with two agendas. One was to sell myself as a DJ to local hotels and try and get a few gigs. That was successful. That's a part-time venture. And the other one was to source out engineering companies. And I spoke with a few of them and I start work placements in two weeks time. And I was there saying, well, you know, I have the basics. I can 
do these small little plates. I want bigger stuff. I want to learn. I want to spread my wings. You know, it's like I have the feathers. I want to be able to fly. And basically what I'm looking at there is gaining the experience in the field of doing this job, which is a very, very sought after and highly paid job. I mean, like I could go into the social care scene for 12, 15 hour, which is not even part of my degree, or I could go and work for an engineering company up the road for near enough double that. And that is what I'm going to be doing. It gives me the, the structure to base my life. And I call this, it comes at a, it's come at a price because this payday has been a long, long time coming. It really, really has. I've gone through the whole thing of the last 20 odd years of my life dealing with brothers' debts and mortgages and everything else like that, of money that I never spent, I never borrowed to, to have to pay back. I was paying back other people's debts to having absolutely nothing and being on the floor and being down on my luck, to pulling back and going through third-level education and having to invest my time and money very wisely into that. Then I got my job there last year in the May of 2021. And I lost my job in January this year and um, whilst I would love to say some rotten things about the organisation they taught me a lot about me they taught me a lot about humility they taught me about people skills they taught me a lot about boundaries and those boundaries are very firm with me today they were the reason why I sent a response back to my brother earlier hey well done you deserve it didn't have to go into any more than that. It is the reason why I'm able to talk and act in a professional manner today. And it's the, the reason why. So I can't be putting these guys down. Yes, the management was a complete dictatorship. That's all I'm saying there. This whole situation with me had been resolved. And the statement of... The, the reason why I was dismissed in the first place had been overturned. I had my apology. I had, you know, they basically said sorry. And that was, that was good enough for me. I didn't have to hold on to it anymore. And again, like that, I was able to let go. I really was able to let go. And I think that's kind of had a bit of an impact on me in recent times as well, because my body clock needed to readjust after doing all those shifts I wasn't doing half of the stuff I dreamed of you know and I have more of an option to be able to go forth now I'm gonna the reason why I'm talking about this is because like last year coming up 12 months ago I went, had a call from work and somebody had made some t tittle tattle statement about my mental health which saw me out of work from June, during the summer, throughout the whole summer, we'll go, go that way just to explain it. And I can remember looking out across the road. Now, the houses down the road is significant to my, you're never going to amount to anything. I looked across the road to, to a local business and I went, well, you're going to be okay. This is like you're the rest of your uh, recovery. And what I mean by that is, when I was working through my recovery, when you're dealing with feelings and emotions and things like that, 
You're given this little nugget of this is what you can taste. This is what you're going to be going through. And it feels good. And then it's taken away and you go back into the usual chaos. And then you get it back tenfold because you have to work hard to kind of work hard on yourself to get there. And it's the same with my financial situation. It's like I had a taste of what it was like to have a wage coming in. It was taken away from me. I've gone back to the usual chaos of having very little to nothing, which we can manage on. And then I should get it back. And like this is all dropping into place going forwards. I'm not going to be big-headed or smarmy about the wages that I earn. Um, I've worked very hard to get there. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be cultivating it i'm going to be investing it into my future all the things that i would love to have done i don't drink i don't smoke so why not do these things and like i had this dream of buying a certain amount of pro equipment for my djing and uh i don't even have to think about that anymore because i have it I have everything I need and like that's a massive thing to say I have everything I need I don't want for anything else coming from a place as a very needy and wanton child you know I don't want anything I have everything I need and desire and lust and everything else like that and that's a place of complete contentment it really, really is. And my life is just progressing onwards and going forwards and everything else like that. I want to be investing a lot more time into doing my Gardener Wellbeing podcast. I'm going to be doing that going forwards. You know, and this is the way things are. And yet there I've had to draw a line in the sand and say people who are have no significant meaning or bearing to my life. People who drag me down, try to put me head under the water, say you're going to amount to nothing. You have no significance or bearing or meaning in my life whatsoever. I have moved on from the childish traits that you keep throwing up at me from 30, 40 odd years ago. I was going to go 50, but I'm not putting that on myself. I'm not there yet. It is not the person who I am today. And, you know, I heard all this stuff that I want to change. I want to change. I'm doing this and doing that and letting go of this and that and the other. And they're the ones that hold in the resentments. I mean, it's not me that's blocked them from social media. It's them that's blocked me. Am I worried? Absolutely not. I have too much to be uh, going on with right now. So... It is nice to break the ice and get back into this whole podcasting thing. I've relaxed. I've spoken about the things that are going on with me. There's a great sense of gratitude, learning from what I have done. I've gained a lot in a way of humility and being humble. And I've learned about self-evaluation and stopping when things come to your mind and say, whoa, is it really necessary to do that kind of thing i what are you going to achieve by it you know what i dreamed of and what's actually happening in reality um 
they're two totally different things. I don't have to prove to anybody anymore of my, my whole sense of worth. I just let the, the, the legwork and the action speak volumes in that. Um, and I just keep doing what I'm doing. You know, I have never, ever had any need to doubt myself from that point onwards. Um, and anybody who wants to try and throw the spanners in the works and everything else like that, well, I've got the shell of an armadillo. You ain't going to get through it. You really haven't. Uh, because so many people have tried to inflict injuries and wound me in the past, and it's not going to work anymore because I see the value in myself. So with that said, I've gone on long enough. Thank you very much for listening. If you got to the end of this, you're very brave indeed. I hope you take just one little element of what I said and can put it into your everyday life. I want to be getting back down to doing the Garden Wellbeing podcast very soon. We're going to be talking about a little bit about isolation. That's a topic that's coming up for me. There's a lot of articles I'm reading at the moment, and I'm going to get down and do that in the next day or so. Check out our Facebook page, World Atlantic Ways Media. Lots of information, links and everything else to our new station. And if you want to be part of our new station, drop us a line. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, stay safe, look after yourself. And yes, I'm going to say it. Have a good one. Be good. Have fun. <laughs>